Hey there, welcome to Cageless, a conversation podcast about experiential wisdom and personal hope. I'm Jenny Johnson. I'm a writer, and I'm asking experts, thought leaders, and my friends to share their knowledge and tools on how they found freedom. Welcome to season one. Wow, so bold of me. Um, season one. I I hope that there are many seasons to come because to be quite honest, this is a one-off personal solo episode, but I've been having more fun than I have had on any other project probably in my entire life. Uh, and, and just a, a little bit about me, uh, because this is – no one's here to interview me, so I guess I kind of have to interview myself. <laughs> oh, this feels weird. It feels like I'm like talking to myself, which I kind of do anyway. Every Everything that I ever write on the internet is is really just more me like adding myself, like me at me. And then if anyone else feels the same, then that's cool because that's that's the premise of this podcast is I just I would love to feel less alone. That's always been the thing for me in my entire life is I love to share my feelings and my thoughts and I get along with people who also love to share feelings and thoughts because the older I've gotten the more that I've noticed that people have just been like, "Yo, same. Wait, like no, I feel that way too." So if you know me, I mean, my name's Jenny Johnson. I love alliteration. I also love any literary device. So Cageless comes from my, you know, little obsession with coal mines and canaries. The The phrase goes, canary in a coal mine, really just meaning that uh, whoever the person that you're speaking of it, it goes into a, a place and spreads Word, spreads a word, right? They spread knowledge. They spread news, kind of like a, a town crier, if you will. But the thing is, is I've really noticed that a lot of the things that that we that we struggle with, no one really wants to call out. Um, but when you bring things into the light, it loses a lot of power over you. Whatever, whatever you're hurting from, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're struggling with exerting that out into the world and sharing it with other people takes away its chokehold on you. So if we know each other, if we don't know each other, I want this podcast to be a a, a safe place for you uh, to listen and to think and to dissect. And no matter the person that I'm talking to or interviewing, allow yourself the space and the time to to mull over and to think about and to digest and, and dissect all of the things and ideas that we have. So t- today in particular, uh, because these 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 podcasts are supposed to be <laughs> about our lives and how we've learned from the things that we've done um, already in retrospect. So I guess I should start at the beginning. I was born in Texas to two wonderful parents they um, had no idea what to do with me, I don't think, at a very young age because I haven't changed all that much, to be quite honest. I I love media and I love sharing and I love telling stories and I love dancing and I love expression and emotion and my sweet parents uh, are not inherently that way. Uh, I started out in performance. Uh, I was a, a little old actor. I did some musical theater and 
I always wanted to express myself and and you know in terms of patriarchal you know southern America that's not necessarily the cool thing to do um when I was a kid I was on the juggling team which seems to be even just saying that out loud is more of a party trick than actually juggling um because it's just it's just so funny and and odd and that's kind of how I felt growing up so I ended up studying theater thespians are my people uh weird people interesting people people that think outside of the box and create inside and outside and all around and make the box round itself. So that uh, was was the one thing that I did love about my first school. And then I transferred schools and decided to study film instead, which really was just kind of like a table switch instead of, you know, performing. I was the one who was directing and writing, which I started out as a kid very much doing that with like all of the girls and like friends that I had in the neighborhood putting on little plays and little dances. So I know that it's always been an, you know, integrated part of me. And so I graduated from college and I I ended up going into a different form of storytelling in vocational ministry. I studied theology and I ended up dropping out of seminary a year in because I for more or less disagreed with the institution and how it was being ran, I guess you would say. Uh, I feel so vulnerable right now saying this to to you. Um, but since then, I have gone on more or less of a, a deconstruction of my personal faith. And, you know, the most important story ever told to me of all time was was the story of Christ and Christianity. So, that has been the adventure of a lifetime. Uh, my higher power, my God and I have really had some interesting conversations along with a lot of other people. But that's a little bit about my my background in terms of, of storytelling and, and career and which I really kind of just think are the same thing. Um, so I hope that Cageless can be um, – some conversations that you would like to listen to because they are conversations that I've loved having. I have gone on, you know, kind of my own my own route in terms of oh, this feels so gross to say, enlightenment, I guess. <laughs> my own personal health journey and my my manifesto is has changed and altered, but I'm not, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I do think that I'm really good at asking questions. I never seem to run out of those. Uh, during this this endeavor that I have that I have embarked on, I would love to hear from every person who's listening. I want to know exactly what you're thinking or what you're not thinking and what you would like to be heard thought out loud because that is that's the entire reason why I want to put these these thoughts, these feelings, these stories, these people out into the universe because there is um there is this uh, quote that I saw the other day. Um, I saw it on the internet, but it's from Middlemarch, uh, which is a George Eliot book. And it goes, what do we live for if it is not to make life less difficult to each other? Which brings me to probably how you found this podcast. Um, in fact, I don't know how else you would have found it. Um, the internet. Uh, the internet is a entity, a monster, a patron saint of sorts, uh, a catalyst of of so many of my 
relationships and knowledge and and source of of light and darkness. It's it's a really strange thing um, that I'm actually really really grateful for some days, and then I actually really hate some days. So I don't even remember a time before it fully. I had, I believe, a Twitter account more before I had anything else. And I ran, oh, this is so embarrassing. I ran a like Justin Bieber fan account, which actually it really shouldn't be embarrassing because it's it's always it's always embarrassing to say that, but it's it's really only girls and like fangirl culture that get shamed for liking one certain thing, like with the Beatles is when like fangirl culture I believe started uh and like any anytime someone likes something in particular and that person is a girl it seems to be shame filled and so I think that's dumb um so I'm actually not ashamed of it if just Justin Bieber if you're listening to this I ran a fan account for you at one point because I had a crush on you because I was an adolescent girl who was straight and thought you were cute and made fun music so there's that but I I still remember all of the friendships that I made even with people with like their AVs were were photos of Justin Bieber or like One Direction or like people that I didn't even know but there was such a camaraderie in that joined love for like all of our love and like affection even though it was so surface level like being exerted towards one certain thing you know a lot of people say that Nothing brings people together more than like hating the same person. But I would really rebuttal that. I would disagree. I think love is kind of what brings people together so tightly that it is much, much, much more difficult to tear apart people that love collectively the same thing than they do when they hate collectively the same thing. Um, That being said, the internet has been a really scary place. I mean, for me on a on a personal level, even though I've met a lot of really cool people, being perceived is really hard. Even though like I said I love to be out out of the shadows. What's what's the phrase? Like keep your shadow in front of you so you're like aware of all of the things that <laughs> that are that all of your Achilles heels, all of your blind spots. But with that being said, um I I usually don't need to be reminded of the things that um aren't fully perfect about me <laughs> or even just not palatable to to some people um and the internet seems to be a place that that does that especially by strangers that kind of sucks or people that you know that also kind of sucks so I have learned to have really um implemented boundaries with my technology which I have seen my mental health overall increase I have this app it's called Dailyo and you track how you feel every day with the common denominators of like what what you do. So it's like if you you get like, oh my gosh, it's the best thing ever. You track how you feel, but like you can be really, really accurate with the like emotional words. So it's like you don't have to be like, I'm happy today. No, you can be like, I feel joyful or like I feel content or, you know, whatever. And then you get to like write down receipts of like this is why I – this is – not why I feel the way that I do, but like these are the things that I did. And then you can kind of like track over time, oh, there's some common denominators here. Or if you you had a really bad day, it's like, oh, I did this that day. Like I, I slept in really late and I looked at my phone first thing in the morning, which you don't actually 
have to write that down. But it is really customizable and really cool. I'm not sponsored by them at all. I just tell everyone that I know that this has been such a helpful tool in my life. But going back to having boundaries with technology, I just think it's really important who you allow to have a say in your life and the things that you consume. It wasn't until after college that I started to notice how powerful media actually is and the things that we look at, the things that we watch, the the things that we listen to just has so much power um, over your brain because your your brain just takes in everything that it everything that it possibly can. And then it's it's your spirit, it's your soul, it's your heart. It's the you know human part of you that filters it through that turns it into action action actionable thought i said that three times um, so i i just think that it's really important for me to not take into account every single thing that i hear from every single person because i don't entrust every person that i come across on the street cuz like if a dude tells me like, oh, your hair looks really bad today or it's like, who are you? Why Why would I trust someone that I don't even know your character? Like I, I don't need CC from you. So with that being said, I hope every person uh, listening to this podcast can can also learn to kind of shut out the negativity. And like I have struggled with uh, depression and anxiety since uh, I was 15 years old and the the one thing that I will say has helped, obviously, if you need help from a licensed professional, that's an entirely different subject that I do not have the grounds to speak about. But I will say that you have more power over the things that you consume than anything else. Like that is the one thing that you <laughs> that you have the you have the if you have like ten fingers you have the capability to turn off your phone or not scroll somewhere or like not look at this like device that has been cemented into all of our hands. It really feeds into this this culture of hustle and culture of busyness and culture of the constant need of going and, and feeling and validation. And there's so much research behind the way that our brains work in terms of notifications the way that your dopamine receptors work, which, like I said, I'm, I'm not, I am not a doctor by any means, but I have listened to a couple of good podcasts and read a couple of good books. So I do think that I, I know how I feel, and I can attest to those, attest to those emotions. Which actually, emotions and feelings are not the same thing. I, I wrote a piece about that on my website, uh, which I'm actually, I geeked out so hard over. So if you want to read that, that was really really fun to write. But yeah, I, I think that it's really, really important to to recognize where you feel your best, who you who you feel your best around, and what you're doing when you feel your best. Um, and not that we can be, quote unquote, happy all of the time, but I do think that we can take out unnecessary pain. To get really vulnerable, a couple of years ago, I uh, was in a relationship and it, it ended pretty painfully. And after that, I, I think that it was just kind of the first time that I saw myself being able to shut a door that I didn't realize I was strong enough to shut until the universe, God, my higher power, fate, the guy, um, were kind of shutting it for me. Um, 
I remember having this this thought of it was almost like a knee jerk reaction of I'm not settling. I'm not uh, I'm not letting my future self be treated this way anymore. And it's like, oh wait, I am my future self today, and I want to keep looking out for her. I I want to keep this this light in me alive and there's i think there's something to say about integrity within that that can just continue to be built so i i hope that if if you're listening to cageless and and you feel caged in you feel uncomfortable you feel suppressed by a person a place a thing a power my my prayer my hope is that these conversations can give you just like little tools to add to your toolbox or, or even just being able to to listen to these conversations. I hope you can laugh with us and I hope I hope that there's some crying. I love crying. <laughs> I hope that that you can take what you can. Um, I believe the phrase goes like chew the meat, spit out the bones. If if there are things that you that you disagree with, that's okay too, because if we all agreed on everything, that'd be boring and we would all be robots. So thank you for listening to me talk. Uh, for however long I have just talked. And I want to hear you talk back. I want all of your thoughts, all of your feelings, all of your stories. Please send me a message. I will link my my Instagram. My DMs are always open. Uh, I will link also my website where you can where you can drop a message. Also, I never, ever, ever thought I was going to say this, but please, please follow and subscribe. Wow, that's a really interesting thing to say. I'm a writer. I never thought I'd be a podcaster. Um, please, please rate this and write comments and uh, share it with someone if it, if it, if you know you so fancy. That'd be awesome. But in the meantime, I, I will sign off now and. I will leave you with just please, please be nice to yourself today. I'm working on being nicer to myself every day and just giving myself permission to fly. Ooh, that was cringe. That was cringe, but I hope that you chuckled. (laughs) Yeah, I will see you on the first interview episode, which I really, really think you're going to love because I freaking loved it. So stay tuned to uh, Cageless.